Welcome to the Thriving Mom Podcast, where we invite mothers and mothers at heart to think outside the conventional beliefs about motherhood, nutrition, and raising healthy kids. I'm your host, Uime Oguta, recovering perfectionist and non-diet nutrition counselor on a mission to help smart women like you find food and body freedom through intuitive eating, self-care, and mindful practices that will leave you kicking balance to the curb, stop surviving, and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Well, hello, thriving moms. Welcome to another podcast episode. How are you? I am so excited to be chatting again this week about non-diet health goals. So this is the part two of our series. Last week, we started with part one, talking about the essentials that you need as you think about your health goals. So this week, we're going to wrap that baby up with a bow and get ready to crush the rest of the year. But first, I wanted to let you know that I'll be hosting an Instagram Live this week, Thursday, January the 13th, on how to set and achieve your non-diet health goals. So if you listen to this podcast episode before then, I would love you to join me over on my Instagram page. I'm at Olive and A-N-D, Bliss Wellness. You can catch me there. And if you're listening after January the 13th, 2022, then you can catch the replay on my IGTV. So that's Thursday, January 13th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Here's what we're going to talk about. Why smart goals haven't worked for you. There's a reason why smart goals haven't worked. We're going to talk about that. We're going to learn how to know exactly what you want. I'll teach you a simple process to help you really question and figure out what it is exactly you want. A simple system to help you know exactly what's missing between what you want and where you are so that you'll always know how to figure out what you need to do when you feel stuck. And then I'll teach you a simple mindset tool that you can use to get back on track to meeting your goal. And if you want to see what coaching with me looks like, feel free to come on, bring your questions, and I can coach you live if you would love. So once again, that's Thursday, January the 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. All right, so I was thinking about this episode and what I have found to be most helpful when helping my clients set goals and thrive. And one of the things that I find is that non-diet health goals can feel really challenging because (laughs) we're talking about creating intangibles. And intangibles are things that feel abstract. You can't really see them in a measurable form like you would say a table or a chair or your weight on a scale or your clothing size. So we are focusing on things like self-confidence. We're focusing on things like peace and calm and less anxiety. Well, if you're not counting calories or weighing anything or measuring anything, how do you track these things? It might seem there's no point to tracking them. And that's not true. They matter. And I think that it's still important to give yourself room to be able to measure these things. And we're going to talk about that in this episode. But before we talk about those, I wanted to just bring a few things for you to keep in mind. Non-diet health goals are not about the results, but they're about who you are becoming. I think I said this in the last two episodes, in episode 61 and 62. They are about who you're becoming. So when you think about that, it means there's really no end date. And 
for me, this is something I always remind my clients. If you've been thinking and hating your body for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, 50 years, you're not going to expect things to change in two weeks or three weeks. For some people, it's a continuous process. Like I was talking about my own experience with perfectionism. It's like peeling an onion and it just keeps going and going. And every layer brings a new way of thinking, brings a new way of engaging with your body. And this is the beauty of non-diet health goals. But you can still decide who you want to be and focus on that. Because the thing is, you become a different person. And as you're becoming this different person, you're creating results that align with who you want to be, right? Until you get to that place where you're like, oh, I get it now. It's like one of my clients who used to struggle with emotional eating. (laughs) And I remember back then they would say things like, well, every day I just come home and I want to stuff my face in a bag of, I can't remember what it was. I think it may have been cookies at that time, homemade cookies. So we just started thinking, what is the version of you who no longer eats cookies to numb their feelings? What would they be thinking? How would they act? And we just started measuring. So every week, what happened this week? How did it go? What didn't work? And within, I think it was six weeks, they noticed that they were no longer coming home and stressed out because they were working through their stress feelings at work. When their boss would say something, They would take a moment, address the feeling, process, let it go. So then when they got home, there was no need to eat the cookie because they already addressed the source of that emotional eating trigger. So this is just an example that I want to show you because when we're talking about non-diet health goals, it's easy to get caught up in, well, if I'm not measuring my calories or my weight or my clothing size, how do I tell that it's working? And I love this because it keeps you away from that fantasy thinking of waiting until you finally reach the goal to feel a certain way. You can start feeling your way into that goal, which makes it so much more attainable and it makes it so much more fulfilling. Another thing I want you to notice and pay attention to is to separate your value and worth from the goal. If your goal is to prove your value and worth, then this goal setting exercise is not going to work for you. I would recommend you go back and listen to episodes 61 and 62 for why I'm saying this and then come back to this episode. Your worth and your value are innate. Nothing can add or take away from them. And if this feels untrue to you, then I want you to make that your goal this year to grow your belief in that area and find evidence of why this is true for you. All right, so let's dive in. So first thing you're going to do is decide that you don't need fixing, period. There's no negotiating here. I need to fix myself is a fear-based thought. And what it's going to do is keep you focused on the problem rather than the solution. Because when you're thinking, I need to fix myself, you're going to be focusing on what are all the things I need to fix rather than I'd love to create a different version of me. And what would that look like? There's a different energy when you're pursuing a goal from that desperate, you know, wanting to fix anxiety and fear driven energy, right? You're rushing, you're afraid, you feel like your time is limited. Those are not productive. That's very different from when you're pursuing a goal from curiosity and love. So decide you don't need fixing. The next thing is focusing on how you want to feel. 
So if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that our feelings drive the way we act. And this all stems from what we think. So if you think about how you want to feel about food and your body, notice that those thoughts are going to drive how you feel. And then those feelings will drive how you act. So I just want you to take a moment and think about what are the current thoughts that you have about food and your body? Do they align with where you're going? If not, that's where you want to figure out what's going on. And that gap is going to tell you exactly the steps you need to take to become the person who no longer fights with food and their body. And I just remembered, I also have a goal setting workbook (laughs) that you can use. So don't feel the need to scramble and write down things. You can just go to the link in the show notes and you'll find a link that'll take you to the workbook and you can use that to plan your goal. I actually have more prompts in there to guide you for the rest of the year. So once you focus on how you want to feel, you're going to write your goal as if you already achieved it. For instance, emotional eating is something you struggle with and you don't want to do that. You could say something like, I don't struggle with emotional eating. So now that you have your goal, you're going to break it down into tasks. And you might be wondering, like, if I'm no longer struggling with emotional eating, how do I make it a task? This is where we go back to how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel when you think about emotional eating? Some people might say, I'm in control of my emotions. My emotions don't drive me. Those are the thoughts. Now think about those thoughts. When you think those thoughts, what are the actions that align with those thoughts? Those are the tasks that you're going to break your goal down into. So if I'm thinking I'm in control of my emotions, what do I do? Perhaps I will take a breather. When I'm feeling emotionally triggered, I will take care of myself. Make sure I get enough sleep. Make sure I'm managing my mind. Make sure I'm speaking up for what I need. So those are all little things that you can do daily to help you manage your emotions so that you don't feel that drive to want to eat out of frustration or stress. Hoping this makes sense. So you're going to break those into tasks and then you're going to schedule. Some of them might need scheduling in your calendar. So things like taking a moment to relax because some of us moms, we don't remember to do that. So if you schedule yourself to relax, even if it's just 10 minutes in your day, You set your timer, 10 minutes, practice being present, orient yourself to your environment, and move on. Those are the things that are going to build up and help you become someone who is not struggling with emotional eating. It's not about doing more courses or going and taking more classes or buying more books. It's in the action, the little habits that you take every single day. Now, once you've done that, You've scheduled your tasks, go ahead and do it. It's that simple. Show up for yourself. And if you don't, do not layer judgment or self-criticism. Show up in compassion. And this brings me to the next step, which is about building in an evaluation process. And I'm not going to tell you how often you should evaluate. This is based on your own lifestyle, on how you are as a person. For some people evaluating every day, maybe they have a journal practice, they do that. Some people weekly, some people monthly, whatever works best for you and depending on the goal. For your evaluation, you want to look at what's working. And when you notice what's working, take a moment to celebrate. 
think about what's not working. What could you do differently? So for people who are looking at numbers, this might feel absurd, right? Because you can't see any numbers. But you'll know once you put your brain in that space, it'll come. What's not working? What could you do differently? Maybe you said you were going to set some time to relax and you didn't. What happened? Maybe you set the time at the wrong time. For instance, you may have set it expecting that your children won't be home, but here they are. How can you still find a moment to relax with your children at home? And remember when I was saying this is all about who you are becoming? Because if you're thinking about, I need to fix myself, the thought I need to fix myself is not going to let you see these areas where you could potentially change what's not working. Instead, it'll focus on making you seem like you don't know enough or you're not smart enough or you can't figure it out. In my one-on-one coaching Thrive, we use assessments to measure progress with time. So use whatever assessments you think would work for you if you find one. The last thing I want to talk about is planning for obstacles. (laughs) I think this is the mistake a lot of us make. We just assume that everything's going to go perfectly and nothing's going to get in the way. But you're a mom. And if you've been a mom for over 10 minutes, even a second, you know that children... (laughs) They're professionals at disrupting your plans. So this is where you get to plan ahead by focusing on your solution. What might get in the way of you achieving your goal? Your brain will want to tell you that nothing is going to get in the way. I'm speaking to my perfectionistic fantasy moms here because I'm one. I'm still learning. I'm still working through my stuff. So... When your brain tells you that nothing's going to get in the way, you're going to thank your brain and then you're going to ask your brain again, what might get in the way of me achieving my goal? And just sit down, think about it, give it time and space. If nothing comes to mind, think about your daily life like, okay, on a typical day, what are the things that tend to interrupt me? Start from there and plan for those obstacles. What would I do if this happens? If I decide I want to relax in the afternoon and my daughter decides she's not going to nap, when can I schedule that into my day? This is all about being flexible, even though you have a plan. Okay, so you want to plan for those obstacles and then figure out solutions for how to mitigate them. Now I'm going to quickly run through the steps again. First, decide you don't need fixing. You're okay just the way you are, right? Focus on how you want to feel. Write your goal as if you already achieved it. And then break your goal into tasks. Little habits that you can do simply daily. Build in an evaluation process and plan for obstacles. Like I said, I have all of these packaged up nicely in a cute workbook for you. The link is in the show notes if you'd like to grab that workbook. It'll help you have your plan in one place. And I also have built-in assessment spots so you can do that through the year. All right, my friends, I hope this was helpful. Don't forget to join me on Thursday, January 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time for a live workshop. And I'll be taking questions. So if you have any questions and if you work through this before then, you have any questions, Send them to me on Instagram and I'll answer them for you. All right, my friends, you are worthy and valuable just the way you are. 
Your goals are not for fixing you. Your goals are for creating a different version of you that you want to be. And it's always, always your choice. I hope you have a beautiful week ahead. And as always, keep thriving.